back with a NASCAR Week 2 recap for line movers after California and Yuck, down three units and change, still up two and a half or so for the season. Uh, what happened? Well, we had an Xfinity race, we had a cup race, we had rained out qualifying and rained out all Saturday. So what they did is they ran the cup race at roughly the normal time, Sunday afternoon, then the Xfinity race right after it. Uh, early week, we gave you some some long shots and whatnot, partly predicated on some really, really good lines being at Bovada when they went up the lines early Sunday night after Daytona. Uh, none of this hit was a problem. Uh, Logano, 1400 best price of the week anymore is Bovada. Missed on that one for half a unit. Uh, Will Byron, who got bid down all week, but he opened 1800 at DraftKings, quarter there. He didn't make it. He uh, got injured in traffic. Uh, Cindric was slow. Um, I had to figure this out, what we're doing with Cindric and some of the guys last year, the Cindrics, the Jones, the Briscoes, the guys who showed all sorts of signs of progress have shown nothing, honestly, the first two weeks here. But again, 36 weeks of season left to go. Missed on Cindric. Uh, Austin Dill ended up top 10 um, in the cup race, and he ended up almost winning due to pit strategy, late cautions, and a fuel stop, almost winning the Xfinity race and winning his matchup, one of the only things we did right all year. And Eric Jones um, went off at 30-1. to 1. We gave him two yet, 200 to one on Bovada Sunday night that didn't last very long. You probably could have gotten it for 40, but he didn't show any speed. It was odd. Cal's one of his best tracks on with Darlington. Thought he'd show something. Obviously, 200 was a fake price, but even at 40, it was a pretty good deal. Tenth of a unit, nothing there. So minus a unit on outrights, uh, minus 1.2 units on outrights. Uh, actually, we added a tiny bit later in the week on Busher, who ended up 13th at 101. And Briscoe, who ended up 20th at 40-1, to 1, was good in the second half of the race. First half, something was wrong with the car. Might have had a cylinder down or whatever, much like the problem Larson had. Kyle Larson did not win. Went off as a favorite in the 600 area. Uh, didn't win. Had an early engine problem. Then came back, was running some of the fastest laps of the race, but 15 laps down. So somehow he ended up um, you know, breaking a motor early, recovering, and ended up um, somehow still accruing points if you had him in fantasy. So anyway, that's fine. Doesn't help us here. So minus 1.2 on outrights. Uh, minus 1 on a couple midweek bets. We had Byron over Harvick. Harvick did what Harvick does, which is uh, pit strategy and stayed out there, and he ends up fifth. Byron does not. Uh, lost there. Lost on any Ford at 300, which is the best price of the week for a quarter unit. Um, Ford's slow right now. Outside the Penske guys, if you're going to make any Ford-only bets miss point forward, they're going to be Penske-only bets, which are generally most weeks in the 3, in the 5 to 5.50 area, because nobody else is showing any speed. Harvick ended up fifth. We never showed a real threat for the lead. None of the Stewart-Toss cars looked good. Uh, honestly, the RFK cars, Kez and uh, Busher, look better than the Stewart-Toss cars right now. Uh, the one matchup we did hit, Xfinity, Austin Dillon, plus 100 over Chastain. The books will catch up to this one eventually, so plus a half unit there. Uh, Dylan was in good equipment. He was in a college car, which is pretty good. Chastain is in DGM, which is absolutely garbage. I'm not sure how Trackhouse continued letting him go out and run Xfinity races in embarrassing equipment. Was never fast. Was never in the top 20 for any length of time. Easy win there, um, for Dylan. Um, we gave you a bet in the weekend. I think it was on Saturday that we really liked. And it had been sitting there all week, and it got more and more expensive, depending on where you got in. Because the books didn't understand that with the rain out, all the qualifying was based on the prior week's results and a math formula, they gave you a line of any car to win that starts 31st or worse. It started out at plus 1100, went down to 600. You could have bought it anywhere in between, but we had it 600 on our card for half a unit. It basically meant you got Elliott, Byron, Reddick. You basically got five good cars and one trash, Ty Dillon for 600. You basically were getting about 50% EV on the bet. Now, obviously, anybody can win a NASCAR race. 
Elliott finished second. He was the number two favorite, was Bible pre-racer on 800. For 600, you got Elliott and four other good cars. Uh, if he wins, we're plus for the week. So make of that what you will. Elliott ended up being pretty good here. For next week, he was terrible at Vegas last year. Worse than Hendrick cars. Uh, one of the worst Chevys. He just missed it last year. I don't know that that happens again, but he's still too expensive every week. And him being second this week is going to make him expensive again for next week. So loser there on my favorite bet of the week. It was tricky. We should have won that one. I mean, the numbers were there. Finally, uh, two late matchups were on BetUS. If you don't use BetUS, hey, you missed these. Great job. Bowman over Harvick. Bowman's been good the first two weeks. He finishes eighth. Harvick finishes fifth. Uh, but I like Bowman going forward. Still valuing Bowman, who's out there for the season bet at 3000 And, uh, man, we like this one. Sheldon Creed had probably the best car uh, in the Xfinity race. Had a wreck mid-race. Saved it. Kept it out of the wall by just slamming on the gas but he flat-spotted all his tires. So he was short a set of tires at the end. He comes back from wrecking, comes back from lap down to lead the race, but then doesn't have a set of tires at the end for the final pit stop. We had him over Hemrick. Um, Hemrick was not fast all day. Hemrick, I don't know what Hemrick's doing. Hemrick's working off a, a knee surgery as well. Looked terrible getting in the car. Was assumed he'd be slow, and he was the whole day. But Creed lacked a second set of tires and loses that one. But the two guys for the weekend that were really, really fast, and the result really didn't show anything or didn't show what – your eye, eye test did with Sheldon Creek and Xfinity, and this is a good track for him. Uh, I like him even better at the, at the flat, you know, intermediate tracks, the Phoenixes and stuff, but St. Louis. But Creed's going to win a race this year. Uh, I think we saw that yesterday. And Martin Truex was fantastic in Cup. Had the fastest car early, um, got down a couple laps, came back from that, and made it back up to 7th or 8th in the final stanza, uh, playing from behind, playing from pit problems, penalties, uh, blowing a tire, all that stuff. Uh, Martin Truex was one of the fastest cars, as was Larson. The results don't show up, but Truex and Larson looked amazing in week one at California. Other thing we're learning, and by the way, total one and three on matchups for the weekend, so I suck other than Dylan over Chastain, but forget about it next week, Vegas soon. Um, the other thing, Toyotas in Cup were bad outside of Truex. Hamlin thought he was blowing a motor the whole final third of the race, ends up with a decent finish but was never really in position to win. And other guys either had, uh, you had overheating, you had mechanicals, you had Rex, but Reddick, Wallace, uh, Christopher Bell was, had a terrible day, had all sorts of bad pit stops, and he started from the front of the field. Uh, Toyota, at least temporarily for the time being, cannot be trusted. It's not a huge overheating issue like they had seemingly every car last year the first three weeks, but something is up right now. Reddick did not look himself, and in terms of season bets, price has gotten cheaper on Reddick. That's probably, uh, I probably agree with that. Price getting cheaper on Byron. I don't necessarily agree with that. There's still value there. Value on Bowman. And we talked about season bets and getting out a season bet early with the anticipation you get out of some of it when somebody gets to a win or two or whatever. Well, Kyle Busch, we gave you at 1800 back in December. That was the best price Kyle Busch saw in the offseason. I believe it was at Caesars? Anyway, we gave him to you at 18 to 1. Um, depending on which book, I've seen it reopen today. Anywhere from 7-1 to one to 10-1 to one for Kyle Busch to win the title. So you basically have doubled your money. You take a little off the table if you want. I'm not going to yet, obvious, for obvious reasons. But I think Kyle Busch is going to be really good. He's now shown us he's fast on the tiny fake track at the LA Coliseum. He was pretty good, and they look good as a team at Daytona. Now on a big horsepower and arrow track, um, he wins, I think, California. And his home track, where he's been almost as dominant as California, is Las Vegas in six days. And I expect him to be in play for all that. And I don't expect to get Kyle Busch at a cheap price under 11 or 12 to 1 to win a race pre-week for the rest of the season. Because Kyle Busch is really good, and we're going to be better next week, and you're here with Line Movers.